0: what's up everybody welcome back to god drugs laugh we're a podcast where we talk about the good the bad the ugly and life and we laugh about it enjoy it because we learn from it and It's really just about storytelling. That's what we do, like tell stories on here to help other people. I am your host Rob Christie and as always if you can like, share, um, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your granny, tell your cousin, tell your stepbrother, whoever about the podcast so we can get the word out. That would be great. A couple things coming up. We are gonna have our merch release next month so we'll have some Larry the Lowrider shirts. We'll have some God Drugs laugh shirts and uh, per- percentage of that, excuse me, percentage of that is going to go to, um, you know, some people in need as well. So you'll support the show and support others. And last but not least, the other thing we're going to do is we are going to create a um, donate button. So I'll tell you more about that. But if you want to enjoy the podcast want to help out you know there are monthly costs that we have hop on there donate and we would appreciate it but without further ado i'm going to introduce you to our guest first time that i met him i can already see we're going to have a fun time give it up for coach drew coach drew you the man
1: hey hey how you doing (laughs) how you doing Good,
0: man. I appreciate you being on here. And um, we have some connections in life. Yes, sir. So, Matt, the I was actually originally the co host of the show with me. So, I know you guys are friends as well. And then Marcus, yes, who was on the podcast. Yes, sir. Y'all were. On the same basketball team, right?
1: Yes, Won a sir. championship. Trinity Baptist College. I I got injured, so I wasn't able to play in that championship. Gotcha. But we were on that same team. Yeah, in two thousand nineteen.
0: So you you get you get the accolades too, man. Of course, You're on yeah, that. Team. I got the ring. I got the yeah. ring. Good stuff, man. That's awesome. Well, we're excited to learn more about your story, but first we got to get to know you, man. Yes, sir. So we got some get to know you questions. Where did you grow up?
1: And. Or where were you born? Where would you grow up? Yeah, I was born here in Jacksonville, Florida. Duval. Um, we moved to McClinney, Florida when okay. I was nine years old. Um, but So I'm Jacksonville born and bred with a little bit of country. Nice, you know? nice. So, uh, <laughs> some city and some country. Yeah, I yeah. can hear it. I yeah, like it. it. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Tell us about your family. So I, I um, grew up with my mother and my father in our home. Um, I have a sister. Mm-hmm. And I have two step brothers um, from my mother's first marriage. I have um, my wife, Iris. And my nice. daughter, Ariel. What's up, Iris? Yeah. <laughs> hey, baby, I love you. Um, he does. I love you, Ari. Love you, Ari. <laughs> um, so I, those are my babies. Those are my angels. Those are my saviors. Yeah. That's what I call them. You know. So awesome. Yep. Yeah, that's my family. And I have my my um, niece and my nephew, yeah. Riley and Dawson. Um. And then a little bit of extended family here okay. and there. Nice. Yeah.
0: What part of Jacksonville do you live in? Are, are you still out in Baker County?
1: No, man. I live on the west side. Okay. It's the Best side. West side is the best side. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, um, Julietin Creek's not going to go over there. and Get into yeah, it. So, yeah. But <laughs> I um, spent a lot of time in in this area. I've lived all over Jacksonville. Me too. I, yeah. I lived all all over Baker County as well. Yeah. Um. I've moved quite a bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. I grew up in Arlington. So. Yeah kind of have had a short time in arlington oh yeah. in so my, where my heart monument is road yeah
0: oh yeah monument yeah 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 i grew up over there near uh sin city do you know I yeah, I yeah still call that or not of course man of course but over there yeah, yeah. i so. guess yeah talk about <laughs> stories talk about stories <laughs> yeah usually somebody from Jacksonville has a sin city story so. yeah yeah man yeah that's where i spent my childhood growing up hanging out with my fellows from there so Well, awesome. So tell us about your childhood. I mean, give us some fun memories you have. or
1: Yeah, mix a little good in with the bad. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so uh, my father was a youth pastor at First Coast Baptist Church here in Jacksonville. Uh, My mother was heavily involved as well Um, in the nursery, in the choir. You know, we were doing plays and all Mm -hmm. types of things in church. Um, We lived off of Normandy Boulevard over in Memorial Park. Mm Mm-hmm. Rolling hills actually where I'm spending a lot of my time now it's kind of crazy how we all you know that circle yeah comes together but um yeah growing up at first it was great you know we were like I said heavily involved in the church we were a family you know we ate dinner together we did all that normal stuff um when I was nine some crazy stuff started happening my mom she got diagnosed with something and mm-hmm. was given like six months to live. Oh, wow and um she stopped working for a while so it was kind of tough on my dad i remember it being kind of tough on him and then um come to find out it was it was not what they thought it was so she got past that and then um my dad was working for orkin pest control flying all over the place i remember and then he quit doing that and wanted to start his own landscaping company so he did that um Shortly after that, I got bit by a pit bull Jeez. in my face. So I had about 70-something stitches in my face. My lip was like hanging off. Man. It. <laughs> it was kind of crazy, dude. That is crazy. Um, and it was a dog that I played with every day. And then she had puppies. So this ah. this this dog uh, was a female dog. She was being made to fight, mm-hmm. of course, for her previous owner. She was mm-hmm. abused and uh, not taken care of properly. And then they got her, and she ended up having puppies. And um, I begged my friend's mom to let me see the dog. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> she finally opened the door. She said, you could just see the puppies. You could just see the puppies. So I opened. she opened the door, and the, the dog, like, busted it down. Ooh. And then attacked me, um, turned around. She tried to grab the dog, and it turned around and bit her on the arm. Ooh. She finally got her off of me. And then she put a towel on my face and sent me home. By the time I got home, it was like covered in blood. Jeez. My sister was freaking out. Um, <laughs> we rushed to the hospital and I got all sewn up. And uh, it's kind of crazy. I could just remember laying there talking to the doctor like, while he's stitching my face. Yeah. It was weird, man. That's pretty but, traumatic, man. Oh, it is. I've had a few, few little traumas. Yeah, in in the early life, probably more than a, a normal child should go through.
0: Yeah. So, are you, you know, do you have a fear of dogs? No. Now? So that's For actually that's
1: actually the craziest thing. So she was a um, an American pit bull, mm-hmm. a brindle, a brindle pit bull, and um, I've probably had about eight or nine of them since then. Oh, okay. One of my one of my best dogs was Zeus. He was okay. he was like a 90 ninety pound dog. He was huge. Yeah. And. Um, I let I let my sister's ex husband watch him, and he ran away or something. Jeez. I don't know. Long story, but yeah. I, I I haven't had a dog since then because that was like my be- that was like my best friend. Yeah, and um, that's tough, man. Yeah, I lost. I can't imagine that. I miss my boy, man. Yeah. And and I I feel so bad because like he wanted he probably was looking for me. He probably ran away mm-hmm. looking for trying to get back to me, yeah. you know, trying to get back to yeah. daddy. And I uh, that's why I say I'll never have. A, I probably will never have a dog again because I don't I don't I can't. Like, why? That was my boy. Yeah. Plus, my wife don't want me to have one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That'll keep you away from dogs.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Because, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. You looked a little intimidated when Larry the Lowrider. Oh, man. He was... He was a little
1: fierce. He caught me off guard big time. (laughs) I was not sure what to do. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, he he likes to... We warmed up quick, though. Yeah. Actually, you know, he doesn't usually warm up to people that come in. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because when we got Larry, I was, you know, I was... Those were the years right after where I was like deep into my addiction. So okay. I was able to stay here and nobody else came over. Wow. And uh, so he's just kind of closed off to people. Yeah. So, yeah. He, he brought you his ball. That's how you know he loves you. Man. Throw this ball for me, bro. So I actually, <laughs> um,
1: I get that a lot. Yeah. I call myself the animal whisperer. You know, oh, really? Or the nice. kid Or the kid whisperer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm good with kids, and I'm good with animals, and they always come to me Yeah, um, pretty easily. So that's cool. Yeah,
0: absolutely, man.
1: That's cool. I'm glad to have a new friend in Larry.
0: All right, let's cut the crap, okay? Okay. I'm not getting in your face, because you're right. way bigger than me, and, okay, and okay. I'm old, and... <laughs> I got about Let's get five, to the
1: business, man. I got about five seconds of fighting. Man. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm, I I I don't have the endurance anymore, and I'm all beat up, so I don't yeah. want to fight.
0: Yeah, good. All right, please
1: don't, all please right. don't beat me up. I got
0: gotcha. you. Listen, what, what, what about these ghost stories?
1: Oh, you man. kind of mentioned a
0: little bit. Yeah, huh? yeah. First
1: of all, do you believe in ghosts? I actually do, man. I believe in spirits. I believe in God, the Father, the Holy Ghost. Um you believe in that guy. But, but I believe in other ones too. So yeah. I have uh me and my cousin Scott was actually so this house that my papaw still lives into this day, he's 95 years old. Awesome. Um he's still kicking, man. I love him to death. If I can be like anybody when I grow up, that's who I mm-hmm. want to be like. I feel like that about my grandfathers too. Man, yeah. I'm telling you. And um he's an amazing guy, but so he pretty much Rebuilt this house with his bare hands. Okay, it was a um, downstairs was a stable, upstairs was slave quarters. Oh, like, wow. this house is hundreds of years old. Jeez. All right, smack dab in the middle of Jacksonville, off of Beaver Street. Really, Beaver and Superior, man.
0: Stuff built up around it.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's I'm tidy. talking about it, this house used to be a huge, however big lot, you know, and then yeah. it got sectioned off over the years. Um, there used to be the, the main mansion was over here on the left and uh-huh. this house is here. Um, I know y'all can't see it, but he can see it. <laughs> um, and, um, this one got tore down. Of course the one over on the left got tore down, but yeah, he rebuilt the whole thing. So long story short, um, me and my cousin Scott were lit, were staying the night at our grandparents' house, my mm-hmm. mom and papaw's house. We were upstairs and, um, this was my father. And um, his brother, Uncle Joey. I'm already my, getting scared. And my dad, Andy. It was their <laughs> old bedroom. Yeah. This is where they slept when they grew up. So, right. um, I mean, I don't know how long they've been in this house. Probably since my dad was, you know, he was he went to Paxton for high school. So mm, yeah. my dad's uh, 66 now. So that'll tell you how long they've been in right. that house, you know. And then this house is hundreds of years old, like I said. So me and my cousin Scott were sleeping. It's raining, storming. And I'm getting chills, my hair standing up, dude, because I'm like, me too, and I no idea
0: where this is going. <laughs> I All
1: right, so I'm laying. There's two beds in here, two twin beds, and he's up against the wall in the corner, and I'm up against the other wall, and I can see out of the window, and he can't. And I, I don't know. The, the lightning flashed, and I, I'm looking out the window, and I see a guy in a top hat and a trench coat sitting in the tree. Whoa! Looking in the window. Tommy, what are you doing out there? I'm like, <laughs> it looks like Abe Lincoln or something. That's you know? freaky. And then it goes away. So I'm just laying there and, it's, and then and then I'm looking and he's in the hallway. My mama's room Whoa. is across the way. And so I'm thinking he's like going to visit his mistresses or something. Uh-huh. Maybe it's like the plantation owner. Sure. You know, so that's that's crazy. That's um. That's creepy, and I like. I still have chills. Yeah. My hair is standing up. <laughs> I don't know why, but that top hat makes it. Creepy. <laughs> he had it. He yeah. had it, and you can ask Scott. He will vouch. Yeah. because No, I believe it. I went crazy.
0: Yeah. So, what was your response in that moment when you saw
1: it? Um. Honestly, uh-huh. I I I said um. I probably just said Jesus, 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 Jesus. Sure. Because that's what my mama used to tell me to do when I got scared at night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I was little. (laughs) Right. Yeah. She, because she's been the most religious person in my life for my entire life. So yeah, she used to tell me to just say Jesus when I got scared. Just call upon him, you know. So that's what I used to do when I was little. Yeah. Man. So I'm pretty sure that's what I did. Probably went under the covers. Sure. Or maybe ran to Mamaw, and she probably. Spanked us and put us back to bed. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't remember much after. <laughs> yeah. That's creepy. After man. the story, but yeah, that's my ghost story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good
1: one. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Any other ones? No um, pressure. No pressure. You came with some heat, so. Yeah. Well, I think that'll be it for now. Yeah. You know, if I think of something else, because I I've had some things where I've been scared. Right. Um. I mean, we used to run through cemeteries and stuff in in baker county you know like just go hang out in cemeteries like that was cool or something (laughs) (laughs) it's stupid yeah so probably some made-up ghost stories yeah i think that we had some imaginary stuff
0: but get spooked with everybody else i think
1: that's the realest one that i have yeah
0: that's crazy thanks for sharing that man yeah for sure made my day
1: anytime anytime
0: you know my my friend is actually um a ghost hunter really yeah in raleigh and uh
1: you um, mentioned Raleigh a few times. Yeah, let's we'll so talk at, about that. Too. Yeah, I
0: lived up in Raleigh for about oh, six years, seven years. But he's coming on the show to share some of the. He's got a story about this green-eyed Scott. Really? Yeah. yeah,
1: I can't wait, man. Yeah. I, I love. I would love to hear that. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's creepy. Yeah, So definitely.
1: hopefully, next couple weeks he'll be on. But. I'd like to see him in action too. That would be pretty cool. I know,
0: I know, because I guess and he he
1: does this legit, like the like the 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 shows on TV. Kind yeah, of thing. I mean, he's not professional or anything. I don't think he's got so. all the devices and stuff. Yeah, he's
0: on some team, oh, so oh, I don't that's know what crazy. they have. But yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I know. I kind of want to go in <laughs> as like the skeptic. Yeah, know? exactly. Because I like talking like, about I, those, but I, I, I think don't don't I'm know. like I think is I'm, this real? You know? Yeah, I'm more of a skeptic. <laughs> than anything, yeah. so. I think you always need one of those on your ghost hunting team. Yeah, Keep yeah. everybody, you know, right. level.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: You know what? I forgot to ask you. How old are you?
1: I'm 34.
0: 34. All right, man. Yeah. And getting up there. Yeah. Do you have enough room over there?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm good. You're
0: taller than, Much taller than me. How tall are you? 6'6". Six, six. Do you get sick of people asking you that?
1: Yeah. It's yeah. more of the how's the weather up there oh, yeah. or uh, yeah. stuff like that. That sucks. You know? <laughs> I'm like, man, it's the same as it is down there. It's, it's hot. It's down there. We're in Florida, bro.
0: It's yeah. hot or it's raining. Yeah, my brother six six. I was always mad at him that he got the height. Yeah, I'm six three. I think yeah, six three. I
1: don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I, like my uncle Larry, We just talked about him. Yeah. He was tall. He's taller than me. And Uncle Bob was six six. And what about your dad? My dad was six two. So he was yeah. actually shorter. But there's a couple of seven footers. Really, I, the older generation of the Bowmans. Gotcha. And then the Pattersons were all tall. Oh, okay. like my mom's 5'10". My grandma was 5'10". Yeah. I have my, all my her brothers were tall. You yeah. know, so I, it's a kind of a mixture, I guess. Right.
0: Do you want to talk a little bit about your uncle or? You know, yeah. Like that he, um,
1: in your heart. Yeah, it is. It is, man. It's tough. He was like my brother. He just came from um, the service. He passed away recently um, from liver cancer. Uh, don't drink too much, mm-hmm. and if you do, drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it's good, yeah, no, it really <laughs> yeah. good advice. Yeah, no, it's really good advice, man. Yeah. Really good advice. So I mean, that's that's one of the things I had a problem with was drinking too. But mm-hmm. when five years ago, it's kind of it, it's kind of funny how all this is working out, and it's this five years themed keeps popping up. Five mm-hmm. years thing, five a lot of things happened five years ago. So five years ago, he was on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. Um, five years ago, he was about to um, be gone from drinking, you know, and that's when I really stopped drinking. That's when I started my battle with my addictions, yeah. you know, because I used to I used to call it just socially drinking or right. partying with my friends and things like that. But when he when I saw him laying in the hospital in that medically induced coma five years ago, that that hit me hard, you know, and right. then. And then now he's gone from the same exact thing. But um his hard headed ass just kept drinking mm-hmm. and drinking and drinking. You know, so it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, addiction's tough, man. But um, yeah, I, I you know, I like I said, he's like my brother, so I know I probably know a lot of things about him that a lot of people don't yeah. know. And same for me, for him, you know, he knows he knows what my addictions were. Right. You know, he knows what partying involves, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. you do too. Sure. Partying is what we called it, you know. What I mean yeah, I always party by myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that you know, it started as it started as that. Right. And then I was partying by myself. That's what happened. You know, yeah. it starts as that, it starts yeah. as being social, starts as being fun, starts as being the cool thing to do, and then all of a sudden you're drinking and snorting lying by yourself. Right. You know, so um And you got it. Depending on your addiction, but you got to do it by yourself because other people would be
0: like, what the heck you doing? Exactly. Man? Exactly. <laughs>
1: like, exactly. And you're in your much. head rationalizing that, oh, I'm just doing a little bit. I'm just doing a little bit. Right. You know, or, or whatever it is, you know. But I was doing it because I, I was just mad about everything, you know. Yeah. So that's the same thing. I don't know if that's why my uncle did it to himself, but... Um. Yeah, it's crazy. Today's it's raining today, it's really gloomy. Yeah. We were at the service and we had just enough time for everyone to speak. And then as soon as um my stepdad Ron got done, hmm. it's like the sky God just let the sky open yeah. up, you know. Yeah.
0: Well it sounds like he touched you and impacted your life in a lot of ways, man.
1: Yeah, mine and he, he um gave me a lot of my sales skills. Um he was a ladies man, so I like to think he <laughs>
0: give you those skills
1: yeah (laughs) you know that was a blessing and a curse a lot of times in my life but um yeah he he definitely um gave me my first job out of high school he taught me a lot you know he was there for me whenever I needed him um back in 2017 is when I kind of um again five years ago had my breakthrough Mm -hmm. with everything that I was going through and I just kind of I quit smoking weed, I quit drinking, I left Jacksonville, I went to live with him in Tampa. We, mm-hmm. I went. I just left, I went to live with Uncle Larry and my mom in Tampa. And it was me, my mom, um, Uncle Larry, his daughter Charlie, my cousin, um, her boyfriend, his sister, like we was all piled in this house and we was mm-hmm. all getting on each other's nerves. But I, my personal, myself was just at complete peace. Yeah, I was sitting in the bedroom by myself. I found a little job. I got to go to Los Los Angeles and stay there for two weeks for training nice. um, for this job that I only had for enough time, just to pay the little bit of bills that I had mm-hmm. to get me back to Jacksonville uh-huh. to go to Trinity Baptist College yeah. to do something else that I was supposed to be doing. Gotcha. It was just it was yeah. kind of crazy how it all worked out, and I'm seeing it now, yeah, um, five years later. in right. that that five year theme, yeah. Is coming back, but yeah, I yeah, went. Man. I went and stayed with him in 2017, and he helped me then. And um, after I left, we didn't even talk for like a couple of years because we had an argument, which made me leave. Mm-hmm. And then um, we didn't talk. We didn't talk. And then we slowly got started talking back again, you know. And then a couple of years later, he moves back to Jacksonville, and he was here for like the last few months to a year or something and we like spent a whole ton of time together like Mm -hmm. more time exponentially more time than than what we would ever normally spend together you know and it was kind of weird like he knew something was about to happen he had such a sense of urgency to get him and charlie back here and then he was always trying to be around everybody you know and then all of a sudden he's stuck in his room four days with a cold Mm -hmm. and then and then he's rushed to the hospital Mm -hmm. and then and then he's just Gone right in the next few days, it's weird,
0: yeah, man. Sorry for your loss,
1: thank you, yeah. It's tough,
0: yeah. Just want to give you time to honor him. So, did an awesome job, yeah. I
1: love you, um. yeah,
0: for sure. So, you mentioned college. Where'd you go to college? And tell us a little bit about (laughs) the adventures of college, man. (laughs) You and Mr. Marcus had,
1: yeah. So, um, my college story is weird. I graduated high school in 2016. And um, I, I actually I moved to Tallahassee, which was a, a big no-no. Um, but that's something that we all did at Baker County. Yeah. Um uh, bunch yeah. of us went to Tallahassee. We went to TCC. We went to FSU. We went to FAMU. And um, so I went to TCC for a year. And um, all I did was play basketball, skip school, and smoke weed, mm-hmm. go to the club, and just <laughs> be a college kid. And... Um, I didn't make good grades back then. Um, I was like overly confident in myself. You know, I was trying to straddle the fence just like I did in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went to TCC for a year and then um, I I had to move back to help my mom because her and my dad split up and um, I tried to go to St. John's River Community College that didn't work. You know, that's out in clear out and way out in orange park mm-hmm. out of the way. And I just hated going to school there. So I withdrew from all my classes from there. And then I tried to go to F S F C C J back then. And, um, I eventually got it together and got my AAA or AA. <laughs> I need that. Yeah. <laughs> um, triple
0: A is <AAA's> important.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I got my AA degree and then, um, now, are you playing basketball this whole time? I was no, not. Not at all. No. Yeah, so not playing basketball. I was working. Um, so I stopped playing sports when I graduated high school, and I didn't play again for a while. But we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. I'm going to get the college story out of the yeah. way. And um, got my AAFS and then I um, didn't go to school for a little while. I was working. And then I went to um, – TBC. That's where I met Marcus. Okay, so so that's I was, Trinity Baptist College. Yeah. yeah. So that was 29. I was 29 when I went to TBC and okay. played with Marcus.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, I graduated high school in 1998, and then I graduated college in 2008. So oh, it took okay. me 10 years.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's just like me. got it done though. <laughs> just like me. I um. But yeah, I had the pleasure of playing with Marcus um, at TBC and a bunch of other great guys for um, two years. Got to travel. Um, D1 colleges hmm. everywhere, J-U, UNF, South Alabama, um, the Citadel, uh, Bethune-Cookman. Like go, that's awesome. We can go on and on, you know, like yeah. experiences that I'll never, ever forget. You know, I've made connections and um, formed relationships and brotherhood, like with a whole bunch of people that I will talk to for the rest of my right. life. So that's that's great that I got to still experience that at 29 years old it was kind of crazy hmm. um and then from there um that's kind of where i got back right with jesus mm-hmm. and um got my life together
0: while you're at the college yeah
1: again that was five years ago in yeah. 2017 is when i went back to school at trinity and then after that i went to uh, unf and that's where i got my bachelor degree in sport, okay. man, in sport management nice um I never had the the normal college experience, like living in a dorm or mm. um, doing things like that. I always lived off campus, and I never was because uh, I was always trying to do my own thing. Yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't want to let outsiders in or anything like that. So I was um, I was like an extroverted introvert, mm-hmm. you know. And this is another question we ask. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm that way as well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I would always live off campus. I never had that normal college life and back then I didn't I didn't desire it, you know, it was it was crazy cuz when I got older and I got my stuff together and kind of my head on straight I did like I was like I was jealous of the guys because they could live in the dorms mm, <laughs> but yeah. I was 29 I yeah. they won't let me you <laughs> yeah. know I would love to do that you yeah. know um so it's kind of that's what I that's what I tell guys all my all my players and people that I'm around mm. now these kids now I'm like man just enjoy that college experience right I was always the kid who who never had nothing who's trying to go grab it and go get as much of it as I can mm. at one time because I never had it you know, I wanted to I wanted to work and make my money as soon as I just instant gratification sure. yep. all the time. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait for school. I can go make money now. I was in the network marketing and all these crazy things that say you don't need school. You know, mm. you can do whatever you want to do. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So I was, you know, the Bible says to do things to the best of your ability. Right. I literally did everything to the best of my ability. Whether yep. You know, selling weed helped me become the salesperson i am today yeah. it's kind of crazy how that works and it, i'm not proud of that it helped me through a lot of bad times and a lot of bad situations i paid my bills i helped people because mm-hmm. of what i was doing you know because mm-hmm. i did it to the best of my abilities i don't commend that or i don't um expect i don't want anybody else to do that Not you encouraging others i don't encourage others to do, like that. Others yeah. To yeah. do that exactly sure. but um at the time You know, growing up where I came from, that's what we did. You know, if we didn't have it, we went and got it in ways that were presented to us. Hustle for it, exactly. Every everything was a hustle. Like I had to fight for everything that I had. You know, so even college, like I, I physically had to fight as hard as I could until to to do it. Like Mm -hmm. for some reason, it was the hardest thing to me until one day it just clicked, and then I graduated magna cum laude. Nice. You know, I had I had a four at Trinity Baptist College. Yeah, I graduated with a three point six at UNF. That's great. You know, and I helped other like at Trinity Baptist College. I'm helping my teammates f- pass their classes. You know, it's yeah. like I don't know how that happened.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> it's like I yeah. don't know where that came from. Yeah. It was like one day it just clicked, and then yeah. and then I had another click. Um, this past year when I had COVID. Mm. It was, that was the craziest time of my life, you know, it was like, it was like I I was looking at my phone and one day it was in like standard definition and the next it was in 4k. It was kind of weird, you know, but.
0: Yeah, tell, you want to tell us a little bit about that experience? Go yeah, on.
1: for sure. Um,
0: got a few more questions. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. You're um, a great storyteller, man. I'm
1: trying, man, and yeah, I'm trying to I'm great. trying to keep it on track with things like <laughs> we can we could probably have eighteen thousand sessions. Yeah, and,
0: we'll, we'll have you back. For all sure. right,
1: for sure. Um, so, COVID, man, that experience. I actually had it twice. The first time it was really stupid and it sucked. The second time I really didn't have any symptoms. Yeah. Um, I just had like a head cold, right? But I had COVID, so I used that excuse. I stayed in my I stayed in my daughter's room. Thank you, Ariel, for letting <laughs> me have your room. Yeah. Um, and I took that time to um some something, something lit a fire in me, and I just took that time to get back to my you know my nonprofit organization, my dream that I that yeah. I had again five years ago, in two thousand seventeen. So in 2017, I started We Are Hype. That's helping young people everywhere. Um, This nonprofit organization started on the basis of helping young people everywhere further develop their lives Mm -hmm. in in a positive manner and have resources to, you know, whatever they want, like whatever they want to do in life, positive resources, Um, whether that be athletics, whether that be um, this person wants to be an engineer or an artist or a a pod a podcaster yeah. or um a graphic designer or if he wants to make video games like i don't care mm-hmm. you know where i came from we were subjected to one thing or another
0: right
1: you either do this or you either do that yeah or you go to jail or you die mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you you or you get out you know so um i didn't want i don't want to present that for these kids. I want to present them options. Like I want them to be successful in whatever manner they see fit. So that's, we are hype. Um, it's in the developing stages, but as far as, um, the COVID experience is concerned, like I literally was in that room for five days, just creating,
0: Mm.
1: you know, I was, I was in that five day span. I opened up all the electronic payment platforms. I um, began website development and, searching for someone to do it. And, um, we began, um, like graphic designing. I got, I got hooked up with every free thing that I possibly could for nonprofit organizations. And it just, it was absolutely crazy. Um, and it's still blowing my mind how all I can just see all the pieces of the puzzle Mm -hmm. kind of around me. And now I just got to find them and put them in place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome, man. So, Obviously, having COVID sucks, but
1: <laughs> it this sounds time, like this time it didn't.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it took that to slow you down. It did. You know? No, I, concentrate that's what, on things that exactly you, on a heart level, like that you love and that you want to do. So. For sure, yeah, and, and I really was.
1: Cool. It was. It was a very um, enlightening and very mind blowing experience. Um, it was like that, though. I was because I I do so much. Right now, you know, I have my hand in so many different things. Mm-hmm. Some people think that's a bad thing, but I'm just embedded in my community in any in any way that I can. Yeah. You know, that's oh, how that's I am great. in as many ways as possible, and eventually, it is going to pay off. I, I 100% believe that. Yeah, yeah. But it wears me out, and I need to be poured into. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was God telling me to sit your butt down mm-hmm. and rest because you have something to do. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, and that's 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 mind-blowing to me that's
0: awesome man thanks for sharing that story that's good all right so let's talk about money yeah i paid my guests zero dollars to be on here okay so thanks for coming yeah (laughs) but if you won 10 million dollars tomorrow what would you do and i'm talking 10 million taxes already paid 10 million flat
1: net my money Mm -hmm. i can do whatever i want yeah Um, First off, I would um, buy our family home so we can be secure. I don't want to pay rent anymore. I'm tired of doing that. And then I'd um, make sure my mom and Ron are secure. Even though I'm mad at her right now, I would make sure my sister is secure. Okay. And the rest of that money is going to our nonprofit organization. I would buy our facility in a heartbeat. Nice. And um, I would live there. <laughs> and help as many people as I could.
0: That's awesome. Um, so, going along those lines, mm-hmm. like 10 million, obviously, you got all the stuff you want to do yes, but yes, What if you had, like, you know, an unending source of income, money? You know, you didn't have to work to nine to five. Right. Which I know you're in kind of the roofing industry now.
1: Yeah, we'll probably talk about that a later yeah. day. Um, so <laughs> but yeah, well, unending amount of money yeah. man um of course I'd with the 10 million I'd I'd pay my dues to our lord and savior yeah. of course um but unending I would I would go um drop off a bag to the district church and help them pay for their stuff shout
0: out Boyd Battis yes joy pursuing my dog Boyd <laughs> love
1: you PB yeah. love you district church and everybody there um but yeah, I would, you know, they're taken care of. We got an, we're going to have an amazing facility over off Post Street, you know, mm-hmm. right, right by, um, what's the ice cream place? I can't forget it. I can't believe I just forgot it.
0: I know what you're talking about. The Dream
1: Act. The Dream Act.
0: Yeah, uh, Joey. Uh, have you met Joey? Shooty. Yeah, yeah, good Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Love you, Joey. Joey yeah. Joey's uh, a good guy. One of my good friends. He's been on Oh, here that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, I need to listen to his yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's on there, man. So he was showing me the building and everything. So That's that awesome, really dude.
1: cool. Yeah, man, I'm so excited. Yeah. So excited. But yeah, um, that's good. So that's one thing I do. Um, so much, man. I just, I just want to... Like, we got so many homeless people here. Like, so much so many kids that are in need like that's where my mind goes every day I wake up thinking about what I can do you know like who I can help like I don't know why but that's that's what I do my wife she gets mad at me because I'm uh, honestly I can't help it but I'm thinking about we are hype and Mm -hmm. our mission more than more than maybe I should be thinking about her sometimes, right? You know, and and that does create friction in yeah. our marriage. But gotta find that balance. That's what I'm trying yeah. to do. I'm trying. If you
0: need marriage advice, don't come to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm seeing that I'm seeing that trend with a lot of people in my life right now, guys. We have to get it together, fellas. Yes, we have yes. to get it together for sure. But um, the thing is, is, like I'm trying to get our hearts and our minds and our passions to align. Yeah. So she, it's funny you mentioned Joey being a lawyer that's mm-hmm. what she wants to be okay, she's gonna cool. be an amazing lawyer yeah. um, she's worked with all the large firms and she's with Tara Hogan now and she's an awesome paralegal for nice. them and um, she's getting ready to go to law school so um, I support her in everything yeah. that she does and she supports me but she's at home you know and she's dealing with Ari and, Right. you know she's like sometimes she said the other day I feel like I'm doing this by myself you know yeah. and I get it, and I'm like, baby, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make our dreams come true. Right. But I got to realize that I'm not making hers come true. Yeah. Right now, you know, yeah. I'm going to pay for her to go to law school. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I throw in her face, but I can't yeah. do that. So.
0: Yeah. And you know, I mean, you talking about scripture and stuff puts a big, big weight on us, yeah. right? To love our wives as Christ loved the church, and so um, I think that's always the goal. Are we hitting it? <laughs> no, I Me know. personally, no. Yeah, um, right. But you know, I think that, and I think that's a beautiful picture of, you know, because the church can be messy. Yeah, can you know be crazy at times. It's but, just like a marriage. Yeah, but Jesus never lets go. Right. Exactly. He pours time into us. You know, He's always there for us. Yeah. Texas. Um. So yeah, I think it's just a good thing to keep in mind in general when for it comes sure. to marriage. So yeah.
1: she yeah. Um she's awesome man so it's, i mean she's my why like she's why i'm doing what i'm doing yeah and it's just like i think sometimes it's hard for her to see that sure so i'm trying to yeah. find out how to portray that to her
0: yeah well, you, and, <laughs> and then that, find the median yeah it's like you're doing it on the fly too right because yeah. this is all kind of exactly what you're doing exactly and yeah yep.
1: i mean i have a plan but it's just not all there yet and she's like where's the money yeah you're talking nonprofit where's the money right yeah <laughs> like yeah. it'll it, you know eventually hopefully you know with with you know God's willingness and hand on it, it will come i yeah. I just want enough to support our family yeah and if I can do that all day long and coach and mentor kids and help people all day long and then make money to support my family to do it, then by all means right, yeah, it's good, man
0: you'll get there you'll, you know
1: i truly believe i will
0: it sounds like god's put that passion desire in your heart and so
1: yes so so heavily you know
0: and in the meantime you know in the meantime god's teaching you
1: patience a lot of, a lot of different things yes you know um, and, well the first thing is patience yeah. and that comes to my mind is yeah i mean my true true patience
0: my friend spencer bolter uh, in costa rica he you know started a mission agency out there and And like, you know, he's in the streets with the addicts and just really serving and loving those people well. And he's told me, you know, there's one time, I don't remember the amount of money at all, but like they needed $8,000 to survive to help these people and do all that. And, um, you know, last minute, this person called him and said, hey, you know, I want to donate. And it was like something like, $8,748.32. $8,748.32. And for some reason, that person said the exact same amount. I want to donate this to you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know? Amazing. Yeah, yeah. and just so, But it's so hard when you're in the midst of it. Yeah, you know, it trust. is. But, you know, I, I think after you, after you see God show up like that so many times. I
1: see him show yeah. up. I've seen him. So that's the funny thing, man, through it all, through all the stupid stuff that I've done. Through everything. Like, he's been right here. Yeah. You know, he's been right here next to me. And um, I've read my Bible while I'm, you know, just blowing down, smoking. Like, I'm just talking to him. Right after I did the most dumbest thing ever, I'm pouring my heart out to him. Mm -hmm. It's like, why do I keep doing this, you know? (laughs) And it's funny you mentioned Costa Rica, like, one of the most life-changing experiences I had was a mission trip to Costa Rica oh, cool. with TBC. Oh, nice. So it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. everything um, is coming together, man. Yeah. Marcus was talking a little bit about it that. Was,
0: I don't know if it was on the podcast or just us having a conversation, but yeah.
1: I mean, it was, it was just amazing, you know, like to go over there and we saw stuff that you just mentioned. Yeah. And, um, I mean, going into, um, a, like a village in the jungle, they had dirt floors and tin houses and, um, it just puts things into a different perspective.
0: Yeah, yeah. When I was there, very one time, humbling. Yeah, we were going into. He lives in. Um, well, the ministry started in Alabalita. It's like the worst part mm-hmm. of Costa Rica. I, yep, I remember. And uh, so we went, you know, to this area where I don't know if it's a Mexican cartel or some cartel like ran it. And this lady, she opened up a church in there. And so what was happening is like the women who were prostitutes, who they mm-hmm. you know were kind of human trafficking and all that started going to the church and started changing and found a way out of that lifestyle. And so that lady, that pastor, she was taking money out of their pockets. Mm-hmm. And so one day, like in the middle of it, uh, he comes down to see her. Right. Um, and he says, you better close your doors today. And like, if, your doors aren't closed by the time I get here tomorrow, then I'm gonna kill you. And so, um, oh, we geez. were talking to, I mean, she was like, she's like four foot nine, like, just a small older lady. And um, she was like, okay, go talk to your boss and tell him that, and I'll go talk to my boss.
1: And so, she they parted ways, that. yep, <laughs> talking about
0: God. And um, <laughs> that night, the dude dropped dead.
1: Oh, wow, <laughs> and that is so, like, insane.
0: fear. Like, spread out in this area, like of this lady, but of God, you know, like, man, God is on this lady's side, right? So, like, you better leave her alone. Yeah, I have a bigger boss than your boss. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. So, just some, some crazy stories coming out of Costa Rica.
1: It's, it's, man, it's funny you mentioned that too, because we actually, one of the first stops we made was in a church where they helped Mm -hmm. the prostitutes, you know, I hate calling them that because they're forced into that life over there, you know what I mean? So, but yeah they help them to get out of it. You right. know? It's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, you know, their ministry does too. Yeah. So it's really cool. That is. It, yeah. Just his story. He's been on the podcast early on. And I mean, he just started by, he would go and just hang out with the guys on the street and get to know him, you hmm. know?
1: And it takes, a that takes a lot of bravery. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. He's, that is, he's a badass. <laughs> he, he, he has, he has, has to that, that, be. I'm uh, saying he has to yeah. be there. I, I wouldn't want to just, yeah do that i like did i was nervous riding on golf carts when we just went to you know cancun we took a uh, little boat ride over to another island and supposedly that's where our cartel leader was uh, yeah. uh, el chapo yeah you know? i
0: probably yeah.
1: shouldn't have said that <laughs> el chapo we, we love you no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah is that little... where you're getting your weed man yeah <laughs> <laughs> no
0: nah that's funny yeah it is alright yeah. man next question alright cool if you could turn back the time turn how do you say that <laughs> stupid song <laughs> I gotta stop doing that <laughs> if you could turn back time and talk to your 18 year old self what would you tell him
1: um don't don't let your past define you man mm. say uh, it again don't let your past define you good, man. don't let it hinder you because um the decisions I made when i was 14 15 16 and dumb and vulnerable and young um i allowed that to hinder me for years you know allowed it to hold me back and um just being ashamed and having so much regret and anger inside of me and I, I and fear mm-hmm. you know I, listening to to the show i hear that theme come Absolutely. up a lot fear yeah. and um man it's 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 like <laughs> like cuts the legs right out from under you, you know yeah. what I mean? And it holds you back so much and then you and then you start doing stupid stuff, self medicating yeah, and
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I never knew how driven I was by fear. Man. <laughs> A fear of everything, right? Like mm-hmm. fear of people liking me. Yeah. Like so I do these certain things and you know, fear of the future. My one of my big ones is fear of Chose the wrong way mm-hmm. when I was younger. Yeah, you know I could be here or that, do that. Yes, you know, same thing. This. So those fears and say like trusting that God's got
1: me where He wants me. Yep. So yeah. I'll, I'm from there. I'll I'll tell you why um, the the decision I made because I need to get it out there anyways to get it off my chest. Um, I've never talked about this openly oh. like with a lot of people. So the reason why I was debilitated for so many years and unable to be who I was supposed to be is because when I was 16, I made a horrible decision and two of my teammates, um, broke into a store that was owned by, um, another one of our teammates, fathers Mm. in Mm McClendon. And, um, we stole a lot, a lot of stuff, you know, and then we got caught just like, you're going to get caught, you know? And then I ended up like, Right after I got caught, I had to go sit down and face this pastor. I went to this church; he was a pastor of a church out in Taylor, and um, I had to go sit down and ask him for his forgiveness. My dad forced me to, but I didn't. I never felt like I was forgiven. You know, I always like everything that I did. I resort. Oh, it's because I did that. Right. Oh, it's because I did that oh, this didn't work out because I did that. Yeah. You know, in the back of my mind, everything that yeah. happened.
0: I can relate to that.
1: Everything, uh-huh. man, everything that went wrong. The reason why my life was like this is because I did that. Hmm. And like, I, you know, I, I was like always um, just blaming myself for like, it was my fault. I did it. Yeah. But um, it was over. Mm-hmm. You know, pastor said he forgiven. He had forgiven me you know i I was blessed to go back and play football again. I finished playing football in high school. Mm-hmm. you know I could have went to college and played football or basketball. you know if I would have made better decisions mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and I still ended up doing those things you know at the full circle now that I'm looking at it i'm i just i I haven't gotten the job or a callback, but I just applied for an assistant athletic director position. And I'm a head coach of a middle school basketball team. I'm a coach at, I'm an assistant coach at a college. I'm a founder of a nonprofit organization. That's going to help a lot of people. I'm a father. I'm a husband. You know, I have a humongous support system and a humongous network of people that love me. But I, I just now realized this. It's like for years, (laughs) five years ago, you know, that's when I started realizing this. Like it's, what took so long for it to click mm-hmm. you know when why that's what i don't understand yeah. <laughs> but one day it just yeah you know it, it was a lot of hard work i guess
0: And you know you may not ever know that why but yeah
1: i still don't
0: I, I think in the in that why behind that why is where you are now right that's why yeah exactly
1: right? yeah, you wouldn't be who you are where you are Without. And that's what I keep coming back to. That's yeah. why I want to talk about it now. That's right. why I want to share my testimony and share where I've been. So all these other kids don't take that path. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. Right. There's so many other outlets for you and routes you can take. Don't take the one that I chose. Yeah.
0: And that that's uh thanks for sharing that, man. I know that's a, a big step. I I feel like, yeah, (sighs) relief, yeah, man, not caring (laughs) anymore, yeah,
1: it's like, I got, I have to just let it go, man, got to, for sure, yeah, and it's, it's funny how, you know,
0: I mean, when I look in the scripture, like, the people that God used and called, Mm mm-hmm, you look very minor league to what they did. Right, <laughs> that's another theme yeah, that keeps yeah. coming up. Like
1: it's, we're nothing compared to yeah, what they did. You yeah, know? and it's, it's like,
0: but you know, God's forgiven us, and like yep. you said, the pastor forgave you, and and to us, it's like the, it's like ourselves. the end of the world. Yeah,
1: you know, it's like it's really in retrospect and what others go through, and um, it, it's minuscule. But to yeah. us, it's like,
0: yeah, well, it's all grounded in yeah fear and. Shame yeah. and, you know,
1: and guilt. So, yeah, no, that's a big one too. Man. You know. <laughs> yeah. Guilt and shame. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I, but, you know, just when you said like, you know, kind of breathe. Yeah. I feel like because I had a a huge fall, mm-hmm. you know, becoming addicted to drugs as a pastor, mm-hmm. um, doing drugs, getting up there preaching and doing all this stuff. And um, so... I felt like I was, ex- everything about me was exposed, you know, right. I-, I used to hear this when I was in college, like if all of your dark secrets and your, um, dark thoughts were like on the news and everybody saw them, you'd feel so relieved in the end. And I was like, what the <laughs> hell are they talking about? Right. <laughs> you know, but I feel like that's what happened to me. Right. right. It's just like, man, look. Everybody knew. To put all my cars on the table, now. man. And so now it really does free me up. So like I, that
1: pressure is off yeah. of me.
0: Like I share stuff now and people are like, man, that's really brave. But I'm like, I don't even think about it now. Right. Because you know, I'm like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. You know? Right. But what I found is people don't want you, especially in the Christian realm, people don't want you to be a perfect Christian. Like I got to follow this guy because he's perfect. Right. The people that we follow are the people who are broken. I messed up. Right. Did this. This is the way I learned from it. Right. Those yep. are the people I want to follow. Not yep. the one. And I've been around the guys who are yep. like, Oh, I got my life together. Like right. I've been around guys for four or five years and I don't know one thing they struggle with. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and I just don't think the Christian looks like that.
1: I get it. I yeah. asked, I asked somebody the other day, I was like, dude, do you ever get mad? <laughs> yeah. And he, he literally had to think about it and was like, yeah, he looked up and paused and for, for like 15 seconds. And he said, no, yeah. I said, what?
0: I said, how? Just slapped him right in the face. I'm telling you. I'm like, nothing? We mad now? I was like,
1: come on, dude. And um, But yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's crazy. For sure, man.
0: All right, last question. All right, cool. We're going to get to our topic of the week. We're going to split this one up into two.
1: Okay, part awesome. Part one.
0: We'll get to part two next week. Yes, sir. Um. So... Who is God
1: to you? God, man, he is... There's no wrong or right answer, by the way. Oh, man, he is... Um, <laughs> he's... <laughs> uh, this is so funny. The first thing that comes to my mind is um, I'm not Catholic or anything. Uh-huh. You know, I'm Southern Baptist, <laughs> bread, like right. country church, you know, all that good stuff. But the first thing that came to my mind was he's the priest in the box. You know, he's the guy I go to when I... Mm-hmm. I, I don't have anybody else to talk to, yeah. you know, and, and that happens often. I'm the, I'm the dude that's not going to let you see me vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know? And when I do, it's like not good at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, if I'm, you know, I don't, I don't want people to worry about me. I don't want my mom to worry about me. I don't want my wife to worry about me. So I lay it all on him. That's who he is. Right. That's who he's supposed to be, you know? Um. So he's like that. He's like that security blanket for me.
0: Right. He's that's like,
1: um, I don't know. That's what comes to mind. He's yeah. a, he's just like my go-to when I need somebody to talk to.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like my best friend. Right.
0: No, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: You know, because um, after all, he knows me better than anybody. Yeah. Um, he doesn't judge me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he rarely talks back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a minute for me. I'm hard-headed. I'm so hard headed. So yeah. even if it's right here in front of me, like this cup, I may not see it for a month or two or 10 years, yeah. you know? So um, <laughs> to me, I'm like, dang it, why aren't you answering my prayers? You yeah, know? sure. Come on, bro. Talk to me. Like, And most of the time, that's how I'm talking to him. Like I'm talking to you. Yeah. Like sometimes it's, you know, I do have my formal prayer time and things like that. But most of the time I'm driving in my truck, pissed off at the world. Mm-hmm. Because my body's hurting in my truck and i um, have got so much anxiety built up mm. um because of traffic and driving all day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm like, if I don't talk to him I'm gonna road rage on somebody. Yeah. You know? So that's yeah. who that's who God is to me. That's good, man. Perfect way to end I think so.
0: This part one so man killed it thanks for
1: opening up and sharing i appreciate it you know
0: it's gonna uh it's impactful to me so i know yeah i, feel a, I feel a
1: lot i feel great man and yeah. i hope i hope i hope my story can can really help other people that's the whole point yeah of, absolutely. of what we're trying to do so awesome well thanks coach drew yes sir what, i appreciate yeah, it you
0: have a website where they can go visit your nonprofit. yeah it's but, uh, under yeah.
1: construction okay. you guys it is heavily under construction um but it's wearehypeinc.org. Um, our Instagram is wearehype. Our Facebook is wearehype. Um, the Instagram's got a, a couple underscores in it, <laughs> but <laughs> you'll find it. Um, you can Google wearehype. We're very, um, very unique. Yeah. You know, um, we're trademarked as well. So, um, anyways, you you Google wearehype.
0: Don't try like, to steal anything, it, it, Trevor. Boom,
1: boom, boom. Um, we're going to get you (laughs) now, but, um, yeah, you can Google it and it'll pop up. Um, and then coach drew on Instagram, um, Twitter, same thing for, we are hype uh, everything. So, Go we're follow. Out, we're him. out there, man. Everywhere. Go follow me. All of them. <laughs> let's get let's get these blue checks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, man. This was yeah. this is very fun, yeah. Rob. Yeah. I um and I, I look forward to being back. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, man. Can't wait till next week. Yes, sir. All
0: right, man. Thank y'all for listening, and we'll see you then.
1: Peace. Peace.